nature and the wolf. Early one morning, Peter opened the gate at the bottom of his garden and went out into the green meadow. Lottie Da. This is the beginning of crazy times, I think, is what one of the doctors I talked to said. Crazy times. So, whistling out into the world and see what happens. All right. It's really getting serious about the COVID people that are down to being little tiny. I don't know. I, I, I got into some kind of a, a weird angry being yelled at match by somebody who said that they knew somebody who knew that somebody, I don't know, it was at least removed, it was real hearsay, uh, who died of COVID. And so I said, oh, well, I'm, yeah, I, I haven't heard about that. They also said, that, you know, they, they give masks out at their store, and, I, and everybody knows that. And I said, I didn't. I think that there's a hive mentality that everybody knows what's right and what's wrong. Nobody has any idea. If, you're, if you don't believe the same way, you're not right. You're just not right. And I don't know. I'm 70 years old. I'm supposed to be in the protected group and the one who's supposed to be afraid of dying. But it's people half my age that are most afraid and probably a third of my age or a quarter of my age. And I don't understand that. I really don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can work on this together. You know, Zoom, and, and this is my pitch for a love letter to the Chinese, because when we opened up the USSR, I was a pen pal, and my pen pal over there wanted me to send him some rock and roll records, and he sent me some stuff from Russia, from behind the Iron Curtain. And the Iron Curtain really came down in a very short time. So since we know Zoom is, you know, if we go on Zoom, China gets all the info. They're running it. It's their app. Or they've hacked it, at least. Well, this is my love letter. I think that we should use Zoom to actually start producing our Salvation Stomp. Because on Zoom, we can have meetings. Okay? Meetings? Well, that means we can... We can have little concerts. We can have um, an interested parties meeting or uh, a potential patrons meeting. And perhaps at that point we can, we can emulate what, what we've learned in the past, that we have a couple of artists, maybe a couple of poets, maybe a little this, a little that. And, and we share a little side chat and, and we start talking to each other again. Of what I can do one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews as well. And we can record it. We can record it and we can send it to all our friends. We can post it wherever we have places to post. We can let people know that, that this is a global party that's going to start. It's not a political party. Who cares about that? Because we may not know what's right, but I remember the 60s. We were interested in other people. We didn't want to put them down all the time. We didn't look at somebody and go, ooh, you're like that. They did that to us. 
The straight people wanted us to go to war. The straight people were the ones that were so corrupt, they wanted us to follow the law. They wanted us to actually comply. Just like here, there's a, there's a po private post box, but people receive their medications and their drugs. They've received their drugs for a long time. I mean, they're illegal drugs and herbs. And so they've got a special deal. They're okay. They're a, uh, an essential business. They sell plants and seeds. They have dog food and cat food. And I guess they would claim that they have chicken food and duck food and horse food. And what else you got there? So they're essential. And, and they mandate the essentiality. And when do we get unlocked? Who knows? Who knows at all? Because it's not going to be from these people. It's going to be from people who say, I'm not afraid of living. So let's, let's start talking about doing a Zoom meeting, doing one-on-one -on -one interviews that could be a part of the Salvation Stomp podcast. And to that end, you can send me what you'd like to do with this Zoom concert, this Zoom interview, talk show, whatever, and we'll see what we can do. Salvationstomp at gmail.com. It's that simple. Salvationstomp at gmail.com. And instead of grousing about stuff, let's create something new. Now, I understand I've always been a little ahead of my time, and it might be five or ten years before you can do anything about this, but by then it may be too late. And I may not have that much time. I'd like to get together and get to know you all real soon. So like Chet used to say, and so forth and so on. Okay, later today I'll give you... Um, uh, hopefully, a recording of my uh, Coffee with Candidates on Hawaii News Now. But that'll be after uh, probably 5 o'clock. I guess this is the 23rd, June 23rd. But flash, another victory. They're not going to throw me in jail for not wearing a mask. I just broke through that, and now I get to go to either one of the stores, either with a mask, if if possible but they're not making it mandatory anymore so one of them I get a list to them and they do my shopping and the other one I get to go in scot-free and the only thing they're worried about is conforming people giving me a hard time for not wearing a mask well the lemmings never did like that I was out front they were always far behind that's one of the problems I have to watch out is being too far ahead but in this case for this little town, I just broke the mask barrier. Hello everyone, this is your Action News reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir, did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes and here he comes, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. Not a mask on anywhere. I said, don't look, Ethel. And it's too late. She'd already been in the sands. Here he comes. Boogie-dee, boogie-dee. There he goes. Boogie-dee, boogie-dee. And he ain't waiting for 
hair and no mask. Wear no mask, yeah. No mask at all. Around the grease right there. Didn't have nothing on but a smile. And I you could see it. Ethel was getting her cold drink. I hollered, don't look at them. And it's too late. She'd already been mooned. Flashed her right there in front of the shop. So. He ain't boogity, boogity. He ain't That's what it is. It's a masquerade ball. Well, I think you know why this is the intro to the next section when you hear the next section. So, here we go. Okay, I'm waiting on the police, and it's been about 10 minutes. Uh, they say they're going to be right here, but it uh, doesn't seem to be that way. Let's see what happens. I've got a letter from the state, from the governor, indicating that a SNAP program... You don't have to wear a mask, it's only if possible. The other store in town said that you don't have to wear a mask if you have a condition. But I wasn't asked if I had a condition, I was just ordered and then told that they were gonna send the police. I certainly hope so. But I haven't seen it yet. Other than that, yelled at, assaulted by a young Hawaiian. The manager of the store can't seem to know what to do. And we're waiting. Because no one can figure out what the mask deal is. But little petty people think that because they wear a mask, everybody else should. It's not the law anymore. But they refuse to serve me food. Or to take my money for food at this point at the grocery store here at Malama Market in Ocean View. And this will be a wonderful thing to put on the podcast, especially after my interview this afternoon with Y News Now. Because I'm not looking for going along to get along. I'm, I'm here for truth, for science, not for fascism. And the little people that want to make everybody conform because they say so when it's not law, is the real problem in America today. It's a big problem in Hawaii, from what I can tell. People are too afraid to be free. They're too afraid. I still don't see the police, and we're going on 15 minutes. Yeah, no, she won't take my, uh, my money to buy a, a yam. Well, it's no longer the law. It says, if possible, I've got a letter here from the governor. Letter from the governor. 
Well, I'm a scientist, I know. You can be afraid all you want, but I haven't gotten sick from it. And I haven't gotten anybody else sick because I knew about ultraviolet light. Ultraviolet light kills it. I used to work in a virus lab at Berkeley, UC Berkeley. So you guys can stay ignorant. You don't have to believe a thing I say. But you have to follow the law. You have to follow the law. Okay. I really don't think the police are bothering to come. I don't blame them. There's really no reason to blame the police at this point because they're probably busy. They know what the law is and this isn't something that's law-breaking. This is all petty bureaucrats. Little tiny people that want everybody else to conform to their concept of reality. Yeah, go ahead. I'm doing great. They called the police on me. They won't, they won't let me buy a yam. Because I've got this letter saying it's, if possible, wear a mask, but it's no longer mandatory. I don't know. I mean, I'm a scientist. I, I know about ultraviolet light. I know about salt water. You ever hear of a, of a virus that lives in salt water? Uh, no. no really. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about being too smart. Yeah, you too. I Wow, this is becoming ridiculous. Well, still nothing. Still nothing. No police. Now there's almost nobody in line. Yeah, that's right. There's no COVID either. But people are afraid. Fear is a powerful stimulator to conformity, especially when they call it a health risk. But none of you listen to the scientists. You don't listen to the doctors that said it was a hoax. You don't listen to anybody. You make it up as you go along. But I thought Ocean View was about pioneers and people not being afraid, but I found out you're afraid of the government. You're afraid of the government. And so you want everybody to conform based upon what you think you know. And I've only asked for the legal paperwork proving that they have to have masks because that came to an end. Well, I'm still waiting for the police, yeah. But I did, I just, I brought up, I, I brought, I, I brought it up here, I was doing this, I had everything in my hand. You gotta have it covered. But I, it's, you know. You, I have asthma and I have to use a mask. I understand, I don't, my nose 
can't deal with this. I have a condition. Your notes. Well, this doesn't go. Is this isn't that kind of a mask? Well, look, look at this. It's from the governor. You are not the public health official. You are not the public health official. You're not the policeman. You're not. Look, I'm going to leave this time because I don't want to deal with ignorance. No, don't thank me because I'll be back. And I want to see the legal justification the next time I come in. It's all on the bar. No, this isn't it. I've got something that says with SNAP benefits, if possible, not yeah, mandatory. Cannot, not mandatory. We, this is not the way it is anymore. You have to have, no, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I watch those every day. It hasn't. I was all. just over at the other store. I have talked to everybody else. This came but in the mail yesterday. Store, you have to have a I don't on. care. Look, just take I a know, look. We're you don't know taking, what this is? We're not taking those because there's a lot of fakes out there. I'm not. Then you better check this out. You better take a, I will check take, it out. Take okay. a picture of it with your phone. Thank I'll you. wait and you take a picture Thank with a phone and check it out. You, Am I asking too much? Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Can you, go, can you take a picture with your phone and check it out? Have you got it, Tony? I got it. Thank you very much. See, there's no policeman still. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Well, after all of that, we need to mellow out with a little Captain Bacardi. Antonio Carlos Hogan.
I don't have preferences about that. People here know me as Bart because... Uh-oh. I don't hear you. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Were you hearing me through the iPad? I heard him I heard through the iPad. Carla, can you count to ten for us, please? One, two, three, four, no. five, six, seven, eight... Nine, well, I guess I ten. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be right back with you. We're about to get going. Okay. Great. Stand by. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Thank you so much for your patience. Oh, no problem. Um, challenging. Uh, everything is these days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Hey, where, where are you Zooming from? So I know. What's, uh, I'm what's, in uh, Ocean View on the Big Island in Kaulu near South Point. Actually, up on the mountain. Okay, okay. Way up on the mountain. And do you, it's a, how do you pronounce your last name? Goss, Gotts Gotts Chalk. Chalk. Gotts Chalk. Okay, and you're Republican. You're running for the second congressional. Do you prefer, um, when people see your name on the ballot, is it Carla Bart Gotts yes. Chalk? Or is it? What, it is Carla Bart Gotts Chalk okay. because Carla is my legal name. And Bart is what people know me. It's short for Bartholomew because I've okay. been a uh, a hermit and uh, Orthodox priest for a long time here. Okay, okay. So well, uh, you you, pre you prefer being called Bart? Whatever. What, uh, yeah, as I as I told Jonathan at the beginning, I've gone through so many things here that uh, whatever people feel comfortable with and calling me is I'm fine with it. I'm not here to coerce you into okay. my world. I'm I'm here to uh, okay. explore by listening to your world. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready to go to Jonathan? Okay. Thanks again. Thank you. Aloha, everyone. We'll try one time. Aloha, everyone. I'm Mahalani Richardson, and it is now time for coffee with a candidate. And joining us is Carla Bart Gottschalk. Uh, you're running for the, as a Republican.
for the 2nd Congressional District. Aloha, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and aloha to you, Mahaley. Thank you. So why don't you tell us why you would like to be a member of Congress? Well, I'd like to be a member of Congress because I'm probably the only one running as a diplomat. I have an extensive background, and most of the other people are running for specific identity or uh, specific uh, governmental groups. I want to serve the people, and that's the hardest job of all because it's listening to everyone and trying to be diplomatic about what I think is the most reasonable course of action and to let the people know that. I'd like to put together legislation to help the Hawaiian kingdom uh, become a real sovereign kingdom that is supported by the state of Hawaii, not at odds with it. I think that I have a, a lot more to say about that, but, but let's go on. Yeah, sure. And, you, you know, you're semi-retired, you're a naturopath and attorney. What makes you qualified to be in Congress, given your experiences? Well, <clears throat> I have a lot of international contacts. Um, on LinkedIn, I'm connected with a lot of the security throughout the world. Um, I went to Georgetown in Washington, D.C. to law school, so I'm an alum there. And I've been in the Peace Corps. I've watched things go on. I think, you know, what makes me qualified is I would say that in this modern age, because um, I'm old enough to have heard Eisenhower and Kennedy try to warn us, and I know since Kennedy was assassinated that our world changed. And we've been on this imperial progress, which a bureaucracy, rather than diplomacy, has been developing to make sure that we're all compliant with a global agenda. Uh, I don't think that there's one agenda from any of the special interest groups that should take over from any of the others. We have to work on this as a people together. And that's the problem. I don't think the other candidates have a global or federal viewpoint of what's happening and what the job is that they're looking for. They have a specific thing they want to do, but they don't realize that this is going to be a very hard job and may, you know, give them white hair too. Uh, Carla, you know, you're you're zooming from uh, near South Point on the Big Island. What is it that the neighbor island voters can really uh, attach themselves to as they try to choose between the candidates? Well, I think that the representation from the outer islands has been very limited, that we're ruled by Oahu quite a bit. And, and it's very difficult when you, you get uh, something from the government, let's say, and it kind of expects you to be on Oahu where you can jump on a bus. And it doesn't take all day to get there and take care of some uh, important business that you have right then that you have to take care of. Um, we are outer islands. We have different needs. And we have needs for more infrastructure. We need to really look at the infrastructure on all of our islands. We need communications. But when I, this COVID thing is brought to mind very severely that what we need is education and health. And the health is not the Medicare because then you are only getting pharma. And pharma has a, a vested interest, whereas natural healing is not necessarily with any vested interest other than your health. But our education does not prepare... And Carla, really quickly, uh, 
Carla, yes. really quickly, uh, we're running out of time, but you are a Republican. What do you make of all of the national conflict between Republicans and Democrats now uh, over President Trump? Well, I think it comes down to the censorship that was allowed to go on for so long. I think the hatred has become something that I, from the 60s, have no understanding of because peace and love is trashed and hate and war is what we're facing and that's why I say diplomacy not my way or the highway but let me listen to you and let's talk together all right well Carla Bart Gottschalk running as a Republican for the second congressional district thank you so much for zooming with us from the Big Island, and good luck over the next few weeks. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me and giving me this opportunity. Of course. And that's Coffee with a Candidate. I'm Lenny Richardson. And of course, don't forget to vote. Okay, and now for a little political commentary, Political Science by Randy Newman. No one likes us. Don't know why we may not be perfect, but heaven knows we try. But all around, even our old friends put us down. Let's drop the big one and see what happens. We give them money, but are they grateful? No, they're spiteful and they're hateful. They don't respect us. So let's surprise them, we'll drop the big one, pulverize them. The Asia's crowded, Europe's too old, Africa's far too hot and Canada's too cold. South America stole our name, let's drop the big one, there'll be no one left to blame us. We'll save Australia. Kangaroo. We'll build an all-American amusement park there. They got surfing too. Maybe that's how I should have answered that last question about all that stuff on the mainland and Trump. Hmm. Randy Newman might have a point there. <laughs>